0: your boy Jamal Jackson and welcome to another episode of Black Flavor Magazine. I have a special artist on the episode today. We got Rick. What's good Rick? How you doing man? Hey what's going on man? I'm feeling
1: blessed. I can't complain.
0: How you doing? I I can't complain myself man. Busy day but it's all been good you know. Hey that's the best way to have it man. Always. Big facts. So uh, Rick tell us who you are. Tell us about yourself for the people who don't know who you are.
1: Uh well, I'm an immersion artist out of Dallas. Took on the name Rec. Um basically what I'm all about, man, is making good music, having good times and you know, being yourself no matter what you what you're into, what you play around. That's just what it is. Good vibes all the time, man. Um That's pretty much it. Like we talked about earlier, I got the hashtag going Don't Fit In, man. So, that's
0: what it's all about. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, that's something that really stands out. Tell, tell us more about the Don't Fit In. Uh, where did it come about and the ideal of it? Well, the whole idea is nowadays we kind of live
1: in a time where everybody wants to be somebody, but nobody really wants to be themselves. And what I really think is important is that we see that that superstar or that athlete or that celebrity, we see that within ourselves without all of the, you know, flashy materialistic things or whatever, you know, because really the potential is always there. It's just about recognizing it and capitalizing on it, so I think it's important for us to all understand our value, no matter what position we're in in life, you know? And, like, I, I guess um there was a movie, The Incredibles, man, there was a quote the guy said, when everybody's super, no one is, and that just stuck with me, so I guess the inspiration has been around for all this time. You know? And it's, I don't, like, just hearing that, like, that's super impactful, and I think, um,
0: you know, that's one of the, the, the realest things, maybe that, that was said throughout that whole movie, but it kind of flies over a lot of our heads, you know? Right, uh, right. Things that are just that small, um, and especially, I think, that don't fit in Hashtag is very impactful because um, we know, like you said, man, we're living in a day and age where people don't know how to be themselves. And especially especially my, my generation we've come up and all we've known was,
1: you know, like social media and seeing what everybody else is doing and hopping on the newest trend. And, but it's, it's funny because when you think about it, the trend is really that someone did for themselves and we all kind of like this. So we said we want to do it too, you know?
0: But who's to say you can't be that trendsetter, you know? No facts, Um especially when, you know, this day and time that we live in where things are constantly changing. Exactly, exactly. So uh, tell us about, you know, who, who was Rick um, and where, you know, Rick is from. You're from the, the same city as myself. And you're, right. you're actually the first local artists in the city to be on Black Flavor magazine. So that that's pretty major for me, man. That's
1: that's dope. That's major, man. Um well my origins in music started when I was young. My dad my dad was a bass player, man, so and he was actually an older guy, you know, I was So I came up around a lot of old school music. A lot, a lot of old school music. and to this day I live by it, man. I live by it. <laughs> yeah. Um my sound, I guess you can say, it gets some of its roots there. And I liked a lot of stuff like Tyler, the Creator. Got to some, some of the Kendrick Lamars and J. Coles of the world. You know, some of the big names. Early, early. Just great digging, just hearing all those little samples and, and stuff they used because it caught my ear. It's a new way sounds, but, you know, it's always my roots invented in there. So, you know, and I'm all about, like, inspiring because I'm blessed enough to, like, thank God to have the platform to, the message so i'm always looking to inspire and build up with that man uh, any opportunity i get that's what i'm that's what i'm aiming for i got a single named 17 about to come out on the 16th of uh july actually and it's a lot of that stuff in there man, because it's really just me showing who i am helping people understand like we all go through stuff man. but at the end of the day you can find something in your story that's going to help somebody else yourself that's big facts
0: so your music is um i mean and like i say i like i always tell people you know our talents are not for ourselves but it's for others so um it's good that you are using your music to inspire people yeah that's true that's just
1: true what you said man. it's not for ourselves we can enjoy it we can enjoy the process we can enjoy all of that we can
0: enjoy once it's made but what we doing is it's, it's bigger than us absolutely Real facts. Uh, so what, what does Rick mean and where did the name come
1: from? That's a, that's a good question. Honestly, the name REC, it just kind of popped up to me, man. But then it became more of, I came up with this phrase, which was RECUM. And what RECUM basically means is being yourself unapologetically, you know, and taking any negative comments, any negative feedback you get for being yourself you use that as fuel man you just use that to elevate we don't hold no hate in our hearts we just we just rise above the competition day by day you know you get in your own zone you grind it out man. that's what you do all outside noise is just that all outside noise it's only level up day by day so you reckon them every day you reckon them every day yeah so they get tired
0: and even when they're tired you keep on going <laughs> That's the wave, breaking every day. I like, I like that. That's one of those things. Um, you know, it's just, it's just organic, it's original. You know. Yeah. So what kind of? Uh, I know you spoke about like certain artists, like uh, Kendrick Lamar and Tyler the Creator. But what music did you grow up listening to, and what what stuck with you a lot uh, in your upcoming days? Um.
1: So, I guess I would say like older things, like around... I like things like, um, I like neo-soul, I really love neo-soul, I love soul music. So you get into people like, um, I don't know, like Brick, I came around Parliament, a lot of funk, a lot of disco-esque type songs, Mm -hmm. but I also love rap and hip-hop, so that drove me to listen to more like G-Funk, of course, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, West Coast style music, you know? Mm -hmm. Incorporate all that. <laughs> I listen to a bit of everything coming up. I even listen to some rock, and you'll hear those elements of my music sometimes man. I think a lot of my favorite artists are the ones who didn't really put themselves in a box. And I try and, you know, follow that. Sometimes you hear me sing, sometimes I'm just running it bar for bar. You, you know, it just kind of depends on how I'm feeling and how I'm going to express it that day. But ultimately, like I said, the message and the, the aim is always the same.
0: coincidence that, uh, like you said, you know, when you talked about, like, uh, you know, certain certain music, like, um, certain I want to say, like, certain artists, like Parliament, and, um, you know, even being inspired by hip-hop artists, like, uh, you know, the whole West Coast movement. I was watching a uh, documentary, and You know, hip hop was actually—I want to say like an off, like a offspring—or it was like a uh, the way the guys in New York described it. It was uh, a—it was a way for them to to rebel the music that was given to them before, that that rock and that Parliament and those you know forms and styles of uh, rhythms within that beat and that type of music. Um, and so it it was, hip hop became something for them to make, you know, a new wave. It was something different. Yeah, It became its own culture, like you know, like Snoop Dogg, like you hear the elements,
1: Kendrick Lamar, you hear the jazz elements, or like there's a song called "Can't Sleep" by hip hop. He's got George Clinton on there, man. Like George Clinton, the King of Funk, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a big mixing pot, like you said.
0: It's it's something that's just it's a beautiful it's a beautiful art form, so right? No, that's facts. I definitely agree with you. Um, so growing up in in Dallas, um, you know, especially like this being a place where the music scene is not really. Really uh, explosive yet. Right. Um, did you like get inspired by anything locally, um, or is there anything that you 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 know you would say is really hot on the scene right now? Um. Well,
1: initially when I started out, you know, it was just a it was just a mission of wanted to put something out. Like I've been making music all this time. Why why aren't I sharing this with the world? But as I come into like more of the industry side of things, I'm starting to see there are those creators out in the city. What there what there is a lack of, however, is support from those artists. You know like if you think about it, Dallas is one of the only major cities without a central record label. Play. Okay. Like labels on Just haven't had the resources or the opportunity. Uh, there's a great place I came across called Bantam City Records. They're actually looking to give artists and doubts the opportunity. You know, they're looking to provide that that, um, that place, that place where small indie artists can come and work with professional quality resources. So I would say it's out there, but we're very late to the party, man. Like. We're missing a
0: lot of key elements to support the talent that we have. Yo, as 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 sad as it is, I agree with you, bro. Um, this is like a really big market. Like the DFW is the fourth biggest market in the country. Right. And Dallas is a top ten biggest city in the country. Um, I think that's something we we've been lacking for the past forever. And there's no shortage, there's no shortage
1: of demand. Any club you go to, down in Deep Ellums, anything like that, there's live music, there's live music. Mm -hmm. But how many of those artists have deals? How many of those artists are going on Mm tour, you know? That's true. A lot of these, a lot of these are just that open mic system just trying to make it, trying to get seen. you know? And it's like the ones
0: who do make it out, it's, it's kind of like they barely made it out. Yeah, yeah. I, like, we haven't had anybody that that went super major, you know? Right. Right, right. And, but,
1: I mean, I think, I think if nothing else, it'll create a hunger in the ones who do make it to give those who don't have the opportunity here, of will give them that opportunity. So, like, even myself, like, I know people around me who want to do this, who want to really make music. And when I see the hunger, I'm like, I want to share what I can, you know? I want to share what I know because I know it's not easy. It's not easy out here. Mm -hmm. Now, out in Houston, you probably got a better chance. Out in Atlanta, you probably got a better chance. Even LA, New York, definitely got a chance. Chicago. If you got talent, you got a chance. You can go out to But out here, the push has to be so real, and you have to rely more on international and you know multi-city. Your base oftentimes isn't even where you're from. That's true.
0: I probably got more fans on L.A. than I do in Dallas, and that's that's crazy because the support system, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's even for uh, like the raw music. You know, he left Dallas and went to L.A. because that's where all his support was, all his fans. You know what I'm saying? Where he constantly gets booked is on the West Coast.
1: Yeah.
0: But like, you know, like, boy, ahead, my fault. i no, not gonna listen, you could, I'm just saying,
1: I guess it's, I'm not sure if it's a culture thing, uh, where resources are being allocated, but, yeah.
0: I just think it's a, a lack of resources, man. Cause like you were saying, we have the talent, you know, we have the scene. Um this there's, it's just a lack of resources. We have everything. We have, man, I was talking to a good, good group of friends about, you know, this very same subject. This, this tends to come up a lot. Like we literally, we, we could be the wave. Like Dallas could be the next big thing. Absolutely. But it's, man, it's just a, a lack of resources, man. It truly is. But once you once you start finding it and getting into collaboration, it's, it's, it's possible.
1: You know, you just you probably won't be as known as you should be, but it's possible to make your living at least. You know, uh, but that doesn't expand. oftentimes, it doesn't expand. Like it's good for one person, but as far as the culture, it's not doing much. But yeah, man, that's just uh tough situation that hopefully I can do something about or help you know influence as I grow in my career but
2: yeah it's a tough situation for a lot of
1: people Facts, I think like you know with us having so
0: so many uh, platforms to you know put our music out more like uh, you know Instagram and YouTube and Spotify and these different things that you know, uh, up-and-coming artists from, like, the 90s and early 2000s didn't have, where they would have to get up and leave. I believe with us having these different platforms, we can definitely make a change in the city. For sure, 100%. 100%. And, like I said, through those
1: collaborative efforts, you know, because social media is a very powerful tool, man. Like, despite the algorithmic workings of it, tool for creatives of any sort. You know, if you're a creative, let's say TikTok, for instance, it takes little to nothing to go viral on TikTok with a good, with a good song. You know, it's, it's crazy how things can blow up like that. The only downfall with that is not a good career starter because, you know, trending and going viral is something that you have for a week and then you have to, again if you're going to stay relevant, which which kind of sometimes leads us back to that problem of not having a core foundation of, like, a label here because, you know, you don't have that machine pushing, pushing.
0: These artists yep. nowadays. Yep, yep. And like you said, the resources—if we—if we get down to the to the root to the foundation of it—it's funds, it's money. Like, if we can be honest, it's, it's money because the independent artist doesn't have five thousand dollars to throw away. You
1: know, Thanks. like the, the bedroom producer does not have five thousand dollars to throw into promotion on a whim and hope for the best. Now. If that same talented artist had a label with those, you know, supplies, like, granted, there may be some cuts there, but you're going to gain the exposure so that if you ever do part ways with that label, you still have a foundation. Like, your
0: base know, still knows you as you. Uh, I'm a big facts. Yeah. So, like, um, I mean, I, I've seen, like, are you part of a band, or is that just... Oh, that's. are you talking about the live show I did the other night? Mm-hmm. That was actually an in-house band for the place I performed at. It's actually a place called The Balcony Club um, downtown in Dallas. They have their own
1: in-house band, man. It's great. And, you know, you can come in with your, with your whatever, and perform with their band. They, they did an awesome job, man. They really it really helped me out because that was actually one of my songs off my most recent EP called Nightlife. It was the song Rider. off of there. Uh-huh. And the crowd the crowd ended up, but I got to say the band sold it, man. Like, they picked right up on it. <laughs> sold it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would love to work with some, you know, live musicians. That's what I'm all about. Like I said, I came up around old school music, man. That's all I know. Yeah. I love, I love, I love, like,
0: Live instrumentalist, so I'm hoping to work with some as I move forward. No, I produce all of my own beats, but to have live musicians play for me would be great. Yeah, oh, that's pretty dope. So you produce and you write Yes, sir. Oh yeah, that's that's the best way to you know have 100 percent ownership of all your product.
2: Absolutely.
0: And um, yeah, I I've been meaning to stop by the uh. Balcony Club, man. I, I heard they, you know, known for having a lot of good live music. Absolutely. Got some talented people coming through there, man. Like, I was
1: not disappointed at all. I had a really good time. I showed up, what, 8.30? <laughs> Left about two. Oh, just wow. it's sheer, sheer talent,
0: man. Yeah. Was like, it just uh, know, a good list of people that performed?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great place for networking great place for networking, because it's a real, it's a real welcoming environment, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you, if you saw the video, you, you saw
0: the video, so you, the crowd yeah. was wonderful. Definitely, definitely. I think definitely, that was a good
1: support. Good, so, yeah, great networking opportunities, great talent, great environment, yeah. And that brings us back to what you were saying. We have, we have the talent here. Like right? we have the <laughs> to be that industry
2: leading city, mm-hmm. but it would take the initiative of you know, somebody,
1: someone, some some corporation being willing to, you know, set up shop. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, yeah. just like everybody else did in their market, you know, it wasn't it, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't as if it just happened overnight. You know, it took those who were tired of, of not having something and wanted something more, uh, you know, and wanted to see the, the city grow and evolve, man. So um, I think that's that's our next step here in the D, man. Absolutely, and I,
1: I'd like to argue even that what you're doing with this and the interviews is actually giving artists that platform that they need. So, you know, shout out to you for that, man. Like, <laughs> off work, you came, and I was, hey, it was a blessing. filling in my life to hear from you, man. So I thank you for that opportunity right there. Because yeah. you clearly understand the, the situation
0: and the challenges. Man, I appreciate that, man. Any uh, any way that I can be a help, you know, this this platform is, is for black artists, um, not just of music, but you know, dance, art. Uh, it can be haircut, restaurant. It doesn't even matter. Black artists, black entrepreneurs. This is what Black Flavor Magazine is about, man. Um, and it's and it's really y'all that make it what it is. So you know, I appreciate you for even stopping by and, and being on this platform. Hey yeah, man, anytime, man. That's right definitely so um for people that would that would like to keep up with your music and um you know just want to be able to find you where can they find you
1: well um i'm most active on instagram you can find me on instagram at rec.em that's w-r-e-c-k.em um you can find more of my music in my bio you can find merch. I've got a merch page on there. If
0: you just look through, you know, there's a link through it. And actually, there's a website in the maker. So you gonna order your merch from wherever you are in the world. We'll ship it to you. You can put that record on your chest, man. For real. <laughs> Make sure y'all get that record on y'all chest. Get the merch. You heard it him for himself. Rec, I appreciate you stopping by, man. Be on Black Flavor Magazine. It's an it's a honor to have you here, man. Oh, it's an honor to be here, man. I appreciate you, man. No problem. Hey, man, make sure y'all follow Rick on all social media platforms and check out his music. And, uh, Rick, I appreciate you for stopping by, man. It was an honor to have you. Absolutely, sir. Thank you. God bless you,
2: man.